have spent time all up and down the eastern United States. Up in New York and in New Haven, Connecticut, they make fun of my southern accent. Down here, folks are usually surprised to find out that I'm a native Atlantan because, as I'm often reminded, I don't really sound like one. Well, I am one, born and bred. And while I don't usually sound so southern, I have a deep and abiding affection for the word y'all. I think it's one of the South's greatest gifts to the English language, topping even such golden goodies as yonder and cattywampus. I'm not a linguist, but I've dabbled enough in languages to know that English is one of the few languages out there that doesn't officially have a second person plural. When we say, did you go to the party? We might mean, did you, individual person to whom I am speaking, go to the party? Or we might mean, did you and all your kin go? Context is important, and occasionally there is still confusion. And that's why I like y'all. It rolls off the tongue so nicely, and it helps us say exactly what we mean. Y'all is that second-person plural that we're missing. Now, if only the rest of the English-speaking world would come along. For example, if the translators of today's gospel passage weren't so afraid of the word y'all, this gospel would be much clearer. This is the third in a series of next days in the gospel of John. Jesus has been traveling around gathering disciples. By the time of this reading, he has already attracted Andrew, who in turn pulled in his brother Simon to be called Peter. Over the last couple of days, Jesus has also been amassing identities, the Lamb of God, the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit, the Son of God, Rabbi, Messiah, the new disciples are naming him, marking him, trying to figure him out as they accept his invitation to travel alongside him. Philip, we hear today, is the next one to answer that call. It isn't complicated. There's nothing terribly poetic about what Jesus says. Follow me. That's it. Just as he called Philip's predecessors with, come and see. And that is how Philip then goes and calls Nathanael. Come and see. That's all. In order for something as simple as come and see to work, there has to be something to see. Perhaps not literally like a stadium-sized flat-screen TV or a three-ring circus act with dancing elephants, but there has to be a there, there, that is enough there to believe in, enough meaning-making, enough community, enough whatever to fill the hole in that new disciple's heart. And furthermore, the caller has to believe in the faith, believe in the power of Jesus to change lives, that it shines through in that come and see. 
I don't believe that Jesus practiced some sort of Jedi mind trick in order to get these disciples to follow along. Instead, I think Jesus knew what he was asking these men to do. Leave the familiar and easy and change their lives in order to change the world. He knew that was, this was not only worth it, but it was necessary. Necessary for the hearts and the minds and the souls of Andrew and Simon Peter and Philip and Nathaniel. And necessary for the hearts and the minds and the souls of all of us who have come along since then. Which brings us back to that second person plural. Well before the dubiously dubbed Doubting Thomas, there was Doubting Nathaniel. Nate's first response to Philip's request to come meet this Messiah is, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathaniel is from Nazareth's biggest rival town. So his response is akin to a Georgia Tech graduate saying, but he went to UGA. So what is Philip's response? Come and see. Philip believes enough in what he has to show his friend that the conviction of his words convinces Nathaniel to give his arch rival a chance. Come and see. Skeptical Nathaniel follows. And he comes to believe. First, Jesus addresses Nathaniel individually offering details of Nathaniel's life that only someone close to him might know. Nathaniel is known by this stranger, known in an intimate way that touches him and causes him to proclaim Christ as the Son of God and even bring a new moniker, the King of Israel. Jesus' attention to him personally, individually, turns his heart in favor of this new, compelling stranger. But that's not all, says Jesus. It isn't just that Jesus knows Nathaniel, that he sees straight into his heart. There's more. It is here that Jesus goes from you, as in you, Nathaniel, to y'all, as in y'all new believers, or all y'all whose doubt is fading into faith. This is where we could use this y'all to understand that Jesus is reaching across time and culture and speaking to us, all of us. This is that second person plural that involves even more than just those few standing around, but the multitudes of us that find our hearts turning in favor of this compelling figure, this rabbi this Messiah. The Gospel of John promises this for all. We will see this vision of heaven. We, were, we will all see these angels of God as Jacob did generations before even Nathaniel. We will all know that the place upon which we stand is God's place. We all stand to be inspired by what God has created. We are all invited to take part. Philip's invitation to Nathaniel, come and see, 
is properly translated, y'all come. And this invitation reminds us of two things. First, that we are so invited. We are invited to give in to the turning of our hearts to the gospel and to the Messiah. We are invited to be inspired and uplifted and changed. We are invited to be known. We are invited and God is awaiting our response. Second, Philip's Y'all Come reminds us that evangelism, that is, the spreading of the good news, begins every time with an invitation, a personal invitation. And now we are the chosen disciples, and that invitation must issue forth from our mouths. Just as Andrew invited Peter and Philip brought in Nathaniel, it is now our turn to go out into the world and say, in whatever dialect, language, word, or action we choose, y'all come. If we, like Philip, like Jesus, believe deeply in the message we propose, if we really do believe that our world is made better for the presence of God in it, then others will be compelled to accept the invitation. In this way, we spread the word. We spread this love. We will see greater things than even those miracles that take place among us every day. In this way, we will see heaven opened before us. Y'all come.